Welcome back to the show. Today, I wanted to talk a lot about live streaming. I think some of us just aren't quite sure what the results are, what strategy we should be using. So I thought, let's bring that to our experts and see what they have to say. So for people in their first year or two of business, how important is a live streaming and how many times a week do you recommend? Dun, dun, dun. Ross is ready. So when I first started, I actually did do live streaming and Facebook groups, but I don't do it anymore at all. Um, I think I'm going to shift the question a little bit. I think just video in general, whether it's live streaming or not live streaming, is incredibly important. So whatever way you want to do it, I think that that's cool. But Instagram stories, for example, like you sell on Instagram stories. You build intimacy on Instagram stories. There's just something about the video, something about the casual nature of it. You know, it's very different than actually posting on Instagram. And I think showing up in that way is is incredibly important. And having consistency with that, where people can depend on it and they feel like they can get access to you in a very intimate video format kind of way I think that that'll help make a lot of sales. I think that's a really good point. And now you have a lot of flexibility with like restream and with Facebook watch parties and stuff that even if you do pre-record, you can present it as live and interact with your audience. So that does give us a little bit more flexibility. Jen. I'd love to second what Ross says, because um, when I shifted in my digital coaching business from one offer that wasn't working um, Jill, fill you on that one. <laughs> Learn the hard way after building it and wasting a lot of time there. When I shifted to say, what does my audience actually really want from me? Um, the casual nature and the accessibility with uh, Insta Stories really helped shape what my next offer was. And I actually pre-sold it prior to creating it. Um, and used Insta Stories and some of the native functionality there with uh, the polls and the you know two question f- feature there, and I kind of asked the audience if they were interested in it, and anybody that answered in the positive, I slid into their DMs and said, hey, you know, do you want to get on a call with me, and I'll share with you how I can support you in your business. And using that strategy, I was able to pre-sell, you know, almost $40,000 before I actually had my product, my offer, and then we co-created it together. So it was really a way to make that personal connection and validate my offer. And I think that Ross is dead on that that casual nature of it allows you to just show up and not overthink it and to be yourself. And that authenticity is what helps you connect with your audience. So I, I second Insta stories in that regard as well. And, you know, just show up whenever the, the mood strikes you, just be yourself. Fantastic. I think that's great feedback to blend a couple of those strategies and then kind of bring her home with those Instagram stories. That's great. Emily. Yeah. So, um, live streaming, I think has changed a lot over the last, like since whenever it came out four years ago. Um, and you have to keep it really short on Facebook. Like people don't watch long videos anymore, but I, I agree with everything that said that video itself is like crucial for you to have awareness, um, in this space and for people to connect with you. You just can't do it over writing, and blogging like you can do over video and them seeing your voice and and your face. So 
I always tell like our clients, you know, whatever that looks like for you, if it's pre-recorded, if it's live stream, if it's Insta stories, if it's whatever it is, even if it's podcast actually is really, and I know we might talk about that later, but a popular way to, to grow that connection. And so you, you have to pick something and do that consistently is, is my opinion. Absolutely. Anyone else interested in giving their feedback on live streaming, Michael? Ooh, yeah. So all of this is so tasty and good. Um, but I really do believe that it, um, it comes down to the phase at which you're in your business. So if you're one to two years in, you know, I would love to tell you what I do, which is um, I go live very infrequently now on my personal profile. I do it more often in the group. Um, I do a lot of other podcasts and guests and, and guest lives and things like that. But that isn't that's definitely not the thing I would suggest for most people starting um, or in their, their first one or two years, because at that point, unless you have spanked your offers and you spanked your brand and you have the audience and the eyeballs, you absolutely 100% need to be testing your content. Um, you can do that through stories. You can do that, do that through other mediums, um, text only posts, image posts, things like that. But having said that, especially if you're going to be coaching people and especially if you're going to be on stages, I'm going to tell you right now, the reason why uh, I'm one stage away from hitting 200 stages over the last four and a half years, which I think bravo, is pretty cool, bravo, bravo. thank you, is only because I showed up live. It's the only reason. I don't have a speaker reel. I don't, I don't, um, I don't ask to speak on stages. I'm, I'm requested to speak on these stages. And the only reason is because um, in my case, I've done a lot of personal work and I can show up in a certain way and I know my craft and when I can display that and the only way we can really get that across is by going live. When we do that, especially one to two years in, now things can start moving for us. So I would say if you're in that space, show up live. Absolutely. Push that button, push that button and make sure that you can talk uh, about what it is that's really important. Please don't don't fluff up the internet. Don't, don't show me about your new, like your new dog. Like give me a picture of your new dog. I will love that thing, but yeah. please don't take 10 minutes of my life talking about your dog. Bring something crazy valuable. Tell me something about your business that's working. And I'm going to ask you to be uh, like, for example, that's the only reason half of the speakers, we, we have an event coming up at the end of the year, half of those speakers, I've only seen them on live stream. And now they're, I'm flying them out to Utah to do this big event. That's pretty cool. So please show up live. Um, probably do a little bit more often in the beginning so you can test your content, you can test your audience, and you can make some really big changes from there. Great advice, Michael. 100%. Jill. I like using live streaming in a purposeful sense. So inside promotions, challenges, anything like that, groups. Um, I've had a lot of success with doing it in a, like, it, it's a, it's a layer to your marketing. Um, it's not everything. So we've just done wrapped up two back to back five day challenges all around mindset. So there's a recorded video that releases in the morning and then we do a live stream to really build upon the topic, answer questions. And I find, and those are like, typically I agree that micro content is winning right now, but in a, in a situation where it's like coaching, like Michael said, or anything like that, um, a challenge or where you're trying to teach a concept, those lives were all, an hour. And I would say from the time they started to the time they ended, we maybe lost 10 people because they were super purposeful and topic specific. Um, and they tied into the thing that they were there to get out of our 
live experience anyway. So in that sense, I love it. And we did it every single day for the whole two weeks of that promotion, um, which by the end of it is straight up exhausting. I'm not going to lie. You people a lot. And then you're just like dead. (laughs) Um, But just casually off the cuff, that's not really, I've never really been like, oh, I just can't wait to live stream this afternoon. Um, But inside a a launch or a marketing effort or something like that, I absolutely love it. Absolutely strategic. Wasn't that interesting? I think what I learned the most from that episode is I really appreciated Jill's strategy with live streaming and linking it to her Facebook group and to her challenges, having such a high tune in rate and those people staying on those live streams because of specifically what she's offering. That definitely resonated with my personality. I don't know if it resonated with yours. I would love to know if you are enjoying this season of the Visible Entrepreneur, would you do me a favor? Whatever device you're listening from, would you mind giving us a review. We would really love that. It helps me. It encourages me. It helps me figure out what content to bring to you over the next few episodes. So if you have a couple of minutes, I'd really appreciate if you wouldn't mind doing that. And in the meantime, let's move on to the next episode.